Ladies and gentlemen, what happens when you put together a hip-hop head and an alternative rock junkie in the same room? Musical catastrophe. This is your boy, Louis D here. Join me with my co-host, Eddie Chavez. Hey, and we're here to give you a rundown of our perspectives between the musical genres of hip-hop and alternative rock. I being the hip-hop head and Eddie Chavez being the alternative rock junkie. We decided to switch things up and give our perspectives on stuff we wouldn't normally listen to. Mm-hmm. And our assignments were to give each other an album of our respective genre to each other to come back and discuss it here for all of you right now. And for the first week, we have two albums. And Lewis, what did you recommend to me? Uh, so I gave Eddie... The Waters by Mick Jenkins. And I gave Lewis Evil Empire by Rage Against the Machine. Oh, boy. So let's <laughs> jump into it. All right. Start uh, us off, Eddie. What did you like about The Waters? No, matter of fact, overall opinions of The Water Go. Overall opinion? I really liked the album. Great. I thought it was great. It was made in 2014, so not too old, but not too recent either. True. And I think... The style of of hip hop that it is is definitely representative of the time because it includes a lot of elements of you know old school like two thousands hip hop okay but at the same time it still has a lot of modern elements to it with like the way the instrumentation is okay and all that stuff and the themes that he touches upon on the album too. I think um, are definitely representative of 2014, but even now they still can resonate with me. Exactly. So going into my short perspectives on the waters, Mick Jenkins, lyrical mastermind, I believe in the Chicago area, phenomenal artist, one of the more overlooked artists in the area, I would say personally. Uh, I would agree because, with that just because, because I haven't heard of him either yeah, before so, you recommended him to me. So Chance the Rapper, of course, is our main star as of right now, um, coming off of Coloring Book and Acid Rap and what was it, 10 Day? You didn't hear of Mick Jenkins before Trees and Truths. The Waters was his blowout mixtape. That's why I recommended it to Eddie. And he's come out with some more recent projects came out with an EP called Waves. There is some minor mixtapes that he dropped on SoundCloud, some an, uh, a debut album called The Healing Component, aka THC. And he's just a great lyricist with a, a jazz-influenced vibe with, you can tell he, he, he looks at his contemporaries in a different perspective. And that's why I recommended him to Eddie, because... Just overall, someone that you probably wouldn't put in your top 10 if you didn't know about him. But now that I know about him, he's definitely, as as far as lyrical geniuses within Chicago is concerned, a top 10 or a top tier artist. So, yeah. I would definitely agree with that. And a lot of the instrumentation that he uses is, like, really heavy. Yeah. And And for me, I think sometimes it can be... A little bit too much sometimes sometimes it does get a little bit crowded but at the same time it's his style so i know like for every one of his songs that's his style that's what he was going off on and 
I did the first artist that I thought I could compare him to was Tyler the Creator. Okay. Just because his voice, his voice, okay, deep. The topics not so much. They they're different universes in that sense, but the way they speak about it, about the same. What did you think about the concept of water itself and how he used water in a different form throughout each track? I thought it was very creative and very incredible. So, like, a lot of people would say, like, oh, this dude's just talking about water the whole time. Like, what the hell does water have to do with anything? Like, this is boring. I don't want to hear anything about this. But if you, like, listen to the context of the song and then the way he uses water as imagery... Mm-hmm. rather than just actual water, you would realize that there's something different about each song and the way that it relates to uh, the natural form. But, you know, that also relates to the instrumentation, too, because, like, the sound of that mixtape is, like, super smooth, super, in a lack of a better term, a watery. If I could say anything as far as, like, my personal feelings about it it made you it made you feel like you were drowning not drowning in a bad way but like literally in the depths of the ocean that's something that a lot of artists can't pick up on especially in a naturalistic form Mm -hmm. so and not only that i think the way that he was able to use water like metaphorically yeah in all his instances were just super creative Mm -hmm. and if you really think about it the way that he was, I, I can't remember any examples off the top of my head. When you listen to this album, if you l- listen specifically to how he uses water and in his imagery, it can relate to so many different topics. And he does an excellent job of really relating it. And not only does he relate it, there's also a lot of truth to it. True. So that's what I appreciate True. more about that. <laughs> <laughs> He does have a mixtape called Trees and Truth. You guys check that out. Not as good as this mixtape, in my personal opinion, but it is still a great record to listen to if you're a Chicagoan. So, yeah, that's... No, I liked it. You liked I it? I liked it. I'm glad you liked it. At Eddie. the end of the day, I did like it. I'm absolutely astounded that you liked it because I tell people about Mick Jenkins and they're like, who the hell is this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to listen to this guy. Where's Chance? Where's Vic Mensa? Who wants to listen to Vic <laughs> Mensa? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that, that's not a bad shit. I love you, Vic. You're great. You're <laughs> awesome, dude. Like, d- keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're great. But if if you were in a rap battle with Mick Jenkins, you'd be destroyed. I'm just letting you know that now. I'm playing. I'm kidding. Uh-huh. You're up there, too. Love you. All right. Anyway, Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine. I heard of the guys before. Uh-huh. I... I Still can't remember the name of the album for the. I think it's called Battle of L.A. or something Even, like that. Oh, Battle of L.A. Yeah. was their first one. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard I heard that like very briefly, and I heard the song Testify, and I was like, okay, I see what they're trying to do here. Yeah. It's very political. <laughs> very political. <laughs> very political. And I'm sitting here like, okay, I can do it. And then and then Eddie said, hey, go listen to Evil Empire. And I was like, Eddie, what did you just get me into? So, um. <laughs> Just going down the the way that I listened to the track list. People of the Sun, the started track, mm-hmm. that was very unexpected. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. Because I didn't know what the hell he was talking about at first until I looked it up. And then it was like, oh, it's about the Mayans and, like, the Mexican backstory going on mm-hmm. there. And, like... It, it was, like, so unexpected because I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? But, like, the instrumentation was, like, 
super simplistic to the point that it was so dope. And I'm like, how did you do that? Like the first, the first three tracks, honestly, like had me like, how on earth did you guys put this together? And then, and then kind of have it sound like a rap song. Yeah. The way Zach De La Rocha uh, sings. I don't call it singing. It's rapping. It's rapping. Yeah. So I'm like, how did you do that? Like, that was something I wasn't expecting. Like I said, I heard Testify, but it wasn't like, in my opinion, that song isn't as lyrical as it is like hook and chorus heavy. Um, So when I heard People of the Sun and then Bulls on Parade, I was like, okay, this is this is pretty dope. I like yeah. this. I know nothing of Rage Against the Machine. I don't know who their band members are. I'm just mm-hmm. being honest. I don't know who their lead vocalist is, but damn dog like how did how did you think of that <laughs> like that's awesome yeah and um, evil empire came out in 1996 okay and so this was still before 9-11 this was before all the political stuff like really went off the cliff and stuff okay so this was feelings that were being harbored for a long time okay by the ba- or by zach and it was a product of the 90s I think that's the best way I could put it. Yeah, like, so I, I definitely got the 90s vibe alone from the instrumentation because, like, Alternative Rock Today sounds so different mm-hmm. from at least what I know, and that's very little. So take my words with a grain of salt, ladies and gentlemen. But I could just tell that this was made with aggression to make a statement. This isn't your your normal... I'm just going to make a hit record because I want to make a hit record and blow up. There's like, no, I have a, I have something to say. Yeah. And that's the impression that I got throughout basically the entire album, though. I will say like the middle of the album, maybe like the fourth and fifth track or the fifth and sixth track, whatever it was. It does slow down a bit. Yeah. There. It's, it slows down a little bit. Like I was, I was, I was waiting for the funk to kick back up and then it kind of, it kind of hit and like the last I want to say the last three tracks, mm-hmm. last three or four tracks, but like when it got to, um, revolver and I was like, okay, all right, it's cool. It's mellow. Like it's something that I would have in the background, but I'm not going to sit there and go back to the, that specific track. But like, like I said, people of the sun bulls on parade Vietnam. Those were cool. Tire me. I thought was pretty decent too. I like tire me down rodeo. Mm-hmm. was also a dope track. I think um, that's also one of my top tracks of this album. Down Rodeo? Down Rodeo. Okay. Yeah, that like the way the instrumentation on that track like slowed down so that way you could hear the vocalist. Like I was like, how did you do that? I mean, I I I know it was probably part of like post-production or something along those lines. Like I'm pretty sure audio was manipulated in some form, but the idea that went into doing that was cool. And, like, the outro on that track was super dope. Like, it was the chillest vibe. Like, you have, like, I'm really loud, then I'm really chill, then I'm really loud again. And then it's like, oh, okay, let me bring it back. And then, like, the rest of the outro is, like, this smooth, like, it got this smooth feeling to it. That was that was super cool. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel the way they balance out the uh, the alternative, you know, rock side of the instrumentation? With Zach's rapping, how do you feel they balance those two out? So like Zach's rapping is the thing that kept me entertained throughout the whole project. But like the way he was able to stay on pitch and on beat 
I guess you could say I like would you consider it a beat the instrumentation you know what I mean like when when I think of alternative rock I don't think like yeah let me rap over this like you know rappers always have this um this mindset like yeah i'm gonna flow over the beat like how does one flow over a guitar rift you know what i mean like that's yeah in, that's insane yeah so um that's what i thought was really cool how zach was able to literally flow over instruments that you probably wouldn't be able to flow normally on like anybody can flow or not well i don't want to say every everybody but Anybody can put on some drums and like kind of go with the rhythm, right? Right. But when you throw on a guitar and you got like a solo going, think of a rap hook to go over that. It's like, oh shit, like how do you, whoa, you know? Yeah. So that that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else about the album? Yeah, overall the album was dope. Like I said, besides those, like the three middle track, they were kind of like, okay. Yeah. But like the rest of the album was like like super dope i'd listen to it again that's what i was gonna ask you would you listen to it again yeah no i'd I'd definitely listen to it again probably skip over like two of them two tracks that's not saying the tracks are bad right like the like so revolver like i was saying that's not like the track is a bad track it's just i would have to be in a certain mood in order to listen to or like i think vietnam might be like my favorite on that one Mm -hmm. because like F the radio, bro. That's basically what I got from that. It was like, F the radio. It was simple. I like the drums on that track because the drums were simple, but they were super effective. And then, like, the instrumentation switch that happens, like, midway to, like, the end of the song was, like, super cool. Yeah, like, I just, I got to re-listen to this album for real because it's so content-heavy. It is, and the amount of political stuff that Zach De La Rocha puts in there is just one after another. After of, another, yeah. Of statements, yeah. And then some of them, like I didn't catch. Like I told, like I said, like I had to go back and either re-listen to the song or like look up the meaning for the song because I'm like, okay, what is he talking about? Because he's really freaking angry, yeah, on a lot of these tracks, and you're like, but why, you know? And then like you look at the historical context on you know the subject matters that he's talking about and you're like oh i'd be angry about that too and like i don't know his ethnicity or anything Mm -hmm. like that but i would assume that it had to hit home for him in order for him to make songs about them well for the band in general to make songs about them but for him to think of the words that he used to express himself within those songs like that's that's something you don't get every day yeah besides in rap music but you know I'd agree with that, and especially for something that came out in the 90s. Right, exactly. And that's going to do it for this episode of Musical Catastrophe. My name's Eddie Chavez. I'm Louis D. And thanks for listening.